2: County my pin is not recognized. Good morning. Okay, we're gonna get started right here. Um my guest use pin number one. Pin is one. Okay, we'll get this straightened out and then we'll get started. B-I-N, one. Pound. There we go. Okay, Steve, as you get ready to edit this, we'll be starting over. Okay, here we go. Let's see here. Bring this back up. Ah, this crazy thing. Okay. Hey, Mr. Hawk. There we go. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. I'm going to get started. I think, okay, he can see it on the chat room. And I'm going to go over here and see if I can get her going here. Nope. Let's see. Okay, here we go. We'll try again. What do you think here? Okay. New York. Here we go. Okay, Steve, here we go. We're going to start. Good morning, Aroostics. County. This is the Aroostook Marchman Radio Show, comedy live on the Constitutional Radio Network, the conscience of Maine, on Superstation, WXME, WXME, 780 AM, out of Monticello. And i got to cut down this feedback in my ears. Terrible. Anyway, okay, let's do it. We're gonna start as is our custom with a little bit of scripture here. Second Kings three ten. This is interesting. I read this in context of today's news, yesterday's news, maybe even the um, debate. Second <clears throat> Kings three ten. The king of Israel said, We are doomed, for the Lord has called these three kings to be handed over to Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here from whom we may inquire of the Lord? One of the servants of the king of Israel said, One of the servants, hear this, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, is here, who used to pour water over Elijah's hands. Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Edom, went down to Elisha. Now Elisha said to the king of Israel, this is Elisha, said to the king of Israel, not the king of Edom, what business do you have with me? Go to the prophets of your wicked father Ahab, and to the prophets of your pagan mother Jezebel. But the king of Israel said to him, No, for the Lord has called these three kings together to be handed over to Moab. Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, were it not that I have regard for Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look nor see you, king of Israel. There's there's a whole bunch of sermons right in those five verses. Just think of that. The king of Israel and the king of Judah... Come to Elisha, and he looks at the king of Israel and says, You turkey, if it wasn't for the guy standing next to you, I wouldn't even talk to you. But I'm going to help you. So here goes. So you think about that. What do you think about that? Well... It appears as though I have a guest on, and I'm going to let her introduce herself in any way that she likes. We've had some interesting conversations, and guest, go ahead.
1: Hi, how are you, Jack? Thanks for having me on.
2: Um, I'm Aileen fine. Real Muto. I'm glad you're here.
1: Thank you. Um, I'm a, a staff writer for TruthUncensored.net, and I'm a former Marine, and I live in Maine. Very quiet, peaceful life, and I'm glad to be with you.
2: Good. Okay. And and what's your handle? Your Aileen.
1: Aileen. Yes.
2: Okay. And the the website and the the function that you serve.
1: We are constitutional, um, we believe in con- the Constitution of the United States of America, we believe it's the supreme law of the land, and we've been fighting very hard for many years. Um, we reach anywhere from 5 million to 10 million people a week, and um, our organization is called Prepared to Take America Back, and we're trying very hard to leave a better country for our children than the one we see developing before us.
2: Right in front of our eyes. Very good. Yep.
1: Our mission is to bring awareness about these issues that change the security and the sovereignties of the the citizens of our beloved nation, the United States of America.
2: Well said. And give your um, contact information, your website, all that stuff, so folks okay, can follow. Okay, um,
1: on Facebook, we're prepared to take America back, and we're also Truth Uncensored. We have two Facebook pages, and on the web, we're TruthUncensored.net, and we post daily breaking news, world news, and politics, and we follow um, it as closely as we can. There's only two of us and we do the best we can with what we have. We actually have um, another poster on our page who's been there for a long time. Great man. He's a former Marine as well, and we've all been very devoted to this endeavor for many, many years.
2: Great. I, I know this, this person face-to-face. I like that. It's, it's good to be able to see a visual of who I'm talking to, uh, a lot of times, that's not the case. Uh, this is a trusted friend. I, I know that what she does is genuine, and uh, she's really working at it. So, thanks for being with me. Thanks Perfect. for what? I know you're right there on the front line. As a matter of fact, you sent out a notice on Mister O'Keefe. What's the latest? And let's let's delve into a little bit of who he is and what's going on. And if my system works, I'll play a little clip from him.
1: Okay, that would be great.
2: Okay, listen to this, folks. This is
0: just a little bit conspiracy to induce violence at Trump rallies, where they were on tape describing how they took credit for all the violence and how that was came through the chain of command from the White House. This is all on video. And nobody wanted to cover it. Alex got six million views on YouTube, that video. And the second video was about how they were busting up people across state lines, how they wanted to commit illegal voter fraud with non-citizens. A guy named Cesar Vargas caught on videotape describing how they bust people. The quotes, you can't write them. They, they look like they're from the usual suspects. The guy in the video says, we don't care about the law. We want to win this mother effort. Qu- hmm.
1: That's a true story.
2: Ah, very interesting. Now, apparently there's some breaking news on this gentleman's apparent fear for his life.
1: Yes, I heard that. Um, As a matter of fact, I heard that just as I was um, signing off this evening. Um, I did post something on my timeline about that. Um, All of us sort of uh, fear retribution from this administration, whether it's whoever it is, we uh, hit a nerve, and we make some people angry. And um, we end up developing our own sort of swivel necks. And um, it's pretty much expected that Mr. O'Keefe will have this happen to him and be nervous, which is understandable. Um, unfortunately, he makes, understandable. He makes a
2: very strong case for the fact that we you Aileen, Alex Jones Mr. O'Keefe, myself uh, friends of mine, Jeff Williams, uh, other friend, um, Newton that are doing podcasts, we have become the media we are the new media we are the the ones I
1: agree with you. you
2: I agree, 100.
1: We have to be in the media because we can't uh, we can't count on the television to give us our news, and they sort of backed us into a corner. Instead of allowing the troops to come out in their broadcasts, they seem to be working for the other side of the opposition, and they seem to be parroting whatever is told to to them, and sort of gaslighting the American public. And we resent that, so we've developed our, our own discipline into trying very hard to tell people the truth. And I I have watched the videos, Mr. Keefe, over and over again, and clearly even the White House has responded today. Um, I guess it's um, the correspondent there. Um, he said basically there's nothing to see here, move on, which is always the case. Whenever they're backed into a corner, they'll never tell you the truth. So that's why social media has been, you know, become very important and necessary for our survival as a sovereign and free country.
2: If you folks were listening on the live show, we're recording this so that we can uh, air it for Saturday morning. So if you were listening on the live show, we could actually share the link with you, which is what I'm going to do right now. Anyway, because you can go in and pick up the uh the chat on any of our shows in the past, okay? So there I can put that right in and then you could pick up the the chat log for the uh TalkShoe, you can go to TalkShoe.com. The account is either rustic Watchman or the code is 52956. And you can just go in and put in um, ChatGrabber.com, and it will go right there and pull up the whole chat for this. It's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing, actually. More stuff, I. <laughs> uh, it's out of my range. Anyway, I play with it. But it's interesting. <laughs> uh, So the the title of this one is James O'Keefe Blows the Whistle on Mob Boss Hillary Clinton. And there's another one, um, rigging the Election, Video 1, Clinton Campaign and DNC Invite Violence at Trump Rallies. Wow. Wow.
0: Our attorneys say there is strong evidence of criminality. And this is just part one.
2: Mm. Park one. Not for a pretty easy thing.
0: They'll do yeah. One. Oh, yeah. You won. They're <laughs> all So I'm basically deputy graphic response director for the DNC for all things Trump on the ground. Nobody's really supposed to know about me. Nobody's supposed to know about me? About me. <laughs> oh, you got to we have mentally ill people, who hmm. so we pay. Do shit? Make dumb at It's getting I got a priest on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Did you really say that? Make dumb it. fit. It's getting Caesar bargains. drop um, on the ground. Nobody's really supposed to know about me. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> no, say, we have mentally ill people hmm. hey. we pay. shit? Make dumb it. fit. It's getting Caesar bargains. I got a priest that on camera you know, Brad and Bob and Lox and myself are all part of the old school
1: method where it doesn't matter
0: what the freaking mm-hmm.
2: legal and ethics people say. We, we need to win this motherfucker. Um, no. That's disgusting.
1: Say. It is. And uh, he's also a convicted felon, that gentleman. Yeah. And um, he visited the Obama White House 342 times. And that's unconscionable.
2: How does that work?
1: How does that happen? I'm not sure. Um, I know that uh, Senator Ted Cruz has been um, calling for a criminal investigation, and I hope he's successful with that endeavor.
2: how, How many times have you been invited to the White House?
1: I've never been invited to the White House, Jack.
2: Yeah, I'm stunned. I'm just stunned. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the legal and ethics people say. We need to win this blinkety blank
1: Yes, I that's know. That's I know. That's what he said. Yeah. It's, it's very sad, and um, I know that the Daily Mail um, published the whole list of each time that that gentleman visited the White House, and I find it very disturbing that our president will meet with people like him and also people like black lives matter activists and let them know that they're doing a great job wreaking havoc across the nation i just How find it be? despicable
2: it is absolutely is but that's I, I that that's what is so frustrating to you and i and and millions of other people we're looking at at this and going that couldn't possibly be. Exactly. Who who is running for office? No one. No one running for office in our wonderful republic would ever do something that despicable. Really? Well, right it's in front happened of-
1: before. It's happened before during history, and history is once again repeating itself
2: why does history repeat itself?
1: Because no one pays attention to history.
2: Right, because we don't study it.
1: We don't study it. We don't want to learn. We don't want to do our homework. And then we find ourselves being, you know, forced into socialism, fascism. And I don't want that for my children. And I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way.
2: Well, yeah. What do you folks think? Come on. Put your hands up. How many of you got grandchildren? How many of you got great-grandchildren? Come on. Is this what you want to leave? This This is the kind of crap you want to leave? The system is broken, people. It's up to you and me to bring it back. You don't have any choice. Not being active, not paying attention, Not studying to show yourself approved is a choice, and when you make that choice, you are turning your kids, grandkids, great-grandkids' future over to criminals, to moral degenerates. Is that what you want to do? Is that where you want to leave them? I well, there's so. an
1: old saying, Jack, just because you don't take an interest in politics doesn't mean politics won't take an interest in you.
2: Boy, as we're seeing, isn't it?
1: That's mm-hmm. right. And sometimes well, speaking out comes with a price, but we have to be brave enough to pay that price.
2: It always comes with a
1: price.
2: Sometimes yes, we, can't, we can't
1: let the status quo just stay as it is. It's just purely nope. unacceptable.
2: So all the things that you and Brick and all these wonderful folks have been saying, some of us have been saying it for years, they're coming true, they're coming to pass, and it's still ho-hum. In Maine, we just there was just a, a, a headline that is just wringing their hands that, Oh, come January, you probably can't get on an airplane in the several United States of America using a main driver's license for ID because it's not federally compliant. We've been screaming about this. For how many years, this whole real ID thing, and this whole idea that your driver's license is a national ID card? And if a right, if any right can be licensed, then any right can be licensed up to and including your right to life. You think about that. If any right can be licensed, then any right can be licensed. And if you can't comply with the paperwork demand, if you can't afford the license fee, then your right can be removed up to...
1: Rights aren't right if they can just take them away, Jack.
2: Ah, they can't be licensed? And there can't be a permit applied in Marbury versus Madison. Even, even Secretary of State for Maine, Matthew Dunlap, says that Jack McCarthy has a right to operate that automobile.
1: That's right, you Although, have the right to travel.
2: I have a right to travel, but I have a document that's signed by Secretary of State Matthew Dunlap that says Jack McCarthy's right to operate. Hmm.
1: If it's a right,
2: it can't be licensed. and can't have a fee applied. But when we talk about this, oh, that's just that stupid issue. That's that crazy Jack. Wait a minute. It's about everything. You have to study. We have to study. I was just doing it tonight. I was following something on Facebook, and one of our former legislators was saying about this um, referendum issue that blah, 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 This and I said, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I have to go back, and I read that part of the main Constitution, copied it, pasted it into that spot. That's the last I heard of him. He didn't respond. Because he didn't study to show himself approved. He was just going to try to snow the people right there that, no, oh, no, this is all good. We have to go by the Constitution, and we do that, by golly. Yeah, well, they don't. They ignore it unless you, you people, us people, I people, we people, whatever you want to call it. Unless we challenge it, it's deemed to be constitutional. How backwards is that?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing with yeah, yeah. the Bloomberg money coming into Maine to try to get us to register our, our firearms.
2: Yeah. Now, how can that be? It's You, you understand, we, we all understand that people with, Lots of money want to influence what you and I do. Now, that happens all the time. It's just part of life. It's the way it goes. The problem is, in Maine, in 1906, they began the process of destroying our guaranteed Republican form of government. You know, that's what what it is, right? Okay. Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution says the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. It doesn't say a democracy. It doesn't say mob rule. It just says a Republican form of government. Case closed. That's it. Instead, Maine started modifying the Constitution for Maine in 1906 and gradually brought us forward to 1976 when they put this Citizens' Initiative process in.
1: That's right. Citizens' Initiative. and that's, that's not even true. I heard that it really wasn't. The citizens of Maine didn't really want it.
2: Well, it's there. And it's um, Section 17. No, I'm sorry, Section 18. Section 17 is the people's veto, which is a constitutional process. just needs to be tightened up a bit. Mm-hmm. But the Section 18 which governs the people's referendum protest, the petition protest, is absolutely mob rule. It just in in layman's terms, what it does is it makes provision for fifty one percent of the population of our great state of Maine to take away or control the rights of the 49% of the rest of us. Right. That's wrong. That's mob rule. In a republic, the majority protects the rights of the minority. Not controls them. Study. Mm-hmm. Do some research. you got to do some study. If On on question three on the referendum process, I hate even talking about it because the process is flawed. But if you're going to talk about it, remember this. As far as Mr. Bloomberg is concerned and all his big New York bucks, if we win, he comes back next time. If we lose, he comes back next time. Because the process is flawed. You see how we get ourselves into this corner? We paint ourselves right into this stinking corner.
1: And it won't make me safer, that's for sure.
2: No. But if, if if question three goes to the affirmative, to the yes vote, Oh, it's over. No, it's not. Because next election cycle, Mr. Bloomberg, who has more money than God, will just come back and actually do a full-fledged firearms registration because it's good for Maine. If he loses, if if the question three goes to the no vote, Next time around, he'll be back because he's got plenty of money, and we don't have the resources to fight it year after year after year because the system is flawed, not because it's a good or bad question. We've got to stop this, folks. They will wear us right down to a frazzle. Eileen. Are you familiar with the um, one of the referendums on the Colorado um, re- uh, ballot here coming up? There's a euthanasia uh, ballot question for the folks in Colorado.
1: No, I'm not familiar with that, Chuck.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a doozy. So let me tell you, folks, it's not on Maine. It's in Colorado. Because they, they, the, these people are, are clever. These people put a lot of thought and work into strategy. So what's happening? They've got this thing going through the ballot in Colorado. It's a heinous euthanasia process. Just it's
1: like... Just,
2: Assisted suicide, but it will go way beyond there. In the Netherlands, just recently, a family, two parents, decided that their son, teenage, quality of life was inadequate. He did not have a terminal illness. But they had him euthanized. Think about that. They had their... God,
1: we're not supposed to do those things.
2: But that will be on, I'll bet you dollars to donuts, next time we have this referendum process, it will be on the main ballot. And it will sound good. It will be kind and so mm, soft and lovely. It's like the Patriot
1: Act, right, Jack?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We've We've got to stop the process. We've got to think. We've got to correct the error the gross error that happened in 1976 and put the final nail in the coffin that's holding our republic. One of these days, I'm going to corner one of the senators that was in the, the uh, main Senate in 1976 and argued against this process, even though he lost. We've had this discussion. He's not quite ready to come out of retirement and discuss this with me, but I know he did. (laughs) So uh, we're going to do that one of these days. Some Saturday morning, you're going to hear his voice, and we're going to be doing that. But it's got to stop. And it's only going to happen if you understand that the process is the problem. Again, one of the things that I say all the time is if, uh, Aileen, you and I, as, as good, righteous, responsible uh, representatives, you and I are both uh, representatives for the state of Maine, we come up with a good, needed justifiable, and righteous concept that we want to put through the main legislature. The only small caveat is that it really isn't within our jurisdiction to pass such a law. But it's good, and it's righteous, and it's necessary, and it will help a lot of people. So we get this through. And you know what? we just committed one of the worst aggressive acts against the people because it's almost impossible to argue against a good law that's unconstitutional. Right. We get sucked into this kind of thing, and it's so easy, and – these really smart people, I do not consider myself there. There's a lot of really smart people that I really like to listen to. Some of these people are really sharp, and they could make you think that cows can fly hmm. by the time they're done with you you got they got you on their side they can really They make you think cows can fly
1: they're manipulative,
2: yeah, and they're smart it's not it's not that we're dumb or not that we're easily led these people are smart and they put a lot of time and effort into manipulating the public scary stuff slightly different subject um, are you following this denial of service thing that's going on today
1: Um, I actually did see um, some things on that. Um, I actually had a denial of service attack myself, Jack. Ah, I thought so. Yeah, I did. And um, that's not the first time I've been in here Excuse me?
2: Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that apparently there's a third wave of it that's happening in the last um, hour or so.
1: Um, I haven't heard of that. I was um, offline for a few hours. But all I could tell you is that um, there's a lot of it going around and I I think um, Mr. Obama threatened to start a cyber war with Russia and, you know, it's hard to really detect where the hacks are coming from. I know that for sure. Although um, personally, I was able to catch a few people. Um, one was a um, browser engineer for um, Opera, and one was actually a fellow Patriot. And the other person or people put uh, 211 malicious items on my computer, plus a keystroke logger. So. Um, whoa, whoa, wait! Wait!
2: A minute. You got to explain that to me. I'm I'm old. You you got to go <laughs> slow.
1: Okay, Okay. well, I just, a long time ago, many years ago, I had a hacker and um, he put 211 malicious items on my computer and one of those was a keystroke logger that actually logs your each and every stroke so when you go and sign into all your accounts, it's a fail. And it's a very hard thing to... um, you know, if you don't have a um, an IT person at your disposal, and you know something's happening, you really have to become an IT person and realize that you have to run certain programs, and you know, you have to do I do CC cleaner and Glary every day and shut down. It's a very um, detailed process. Okay,
2: let Let me see if I kind of understand somebody kind of snuck in the back door somehow exactly. and put a program in your computer that, that records every keystroke you make. So basically, right. they're reading your mail.
1: Exactly. And um, I had told a few of my but friends that w- this was happening question.
2: to me. Excuse me? We're not actually in your room. They were not actually. Uh, maybe
1: Jack, you don't know these days, you know. Um, no, they're, they they used the back door on a computer, and um, they were able to access all my passwords. So every time I would go in to sign in to any of my accounts, it would reject my password that I would put in, and it was very upsetting. And finally, my friend who happened to have thirty years in tech found these people. And he was able to remove them, but it took that, it took my friend twenty two hours to get them out.
2: To to clean out your the stuff on your computer.
1: Correct. Now, just wow. the other day, I had a denial of service attack, and I had to have the owner of the cable company down the block come over and configure my computer again on his birthday. when when I'm trying to work (laughs) and um, there's a lot you can expect from this sort of thing especially now I had read somewhere recently that um, 2016 was going to be the year of the hack and um, well we can see why with all the WikiLeaks leaks coming out and um, they've since um, I think they also um, use social media to try to silence you. A lot of times we all get banned on social media. So there's a lot of um, people that try to stop you from, especially if they know that people listen to you, you become sort of a target and um, these things can happen. When they do happen, you have to go through your you know, you have to diagnose it, just like a doctor diagnoses his patients. and you have to find out what the problem is and um i heard of the story earlier this, this afternoon about the uh, hacks all along the east coast and um i wasn't surprised at all i sort of expected that
2: well apparently there was all kinds of interruptions um apparently paypal was interrupted and that's that meant you you couldn't buy your stuff online And um, also, Netflix was not operational. Oh my goodness! How can we possibly And
1: and that that leads me to um, thinking about um, a possible, you know, grid-down situation where nobody has a computer and nobody has electricity, and the and the trucks stop running. You know, it's something that can happen. And I had a friend once tell me that would never happen to us. But again, like you had said, we have to study and if you don't study, you don't even realize that you know a solar flare can do it. <laughs> you don't even you need know, a nuclear device going off in the no. in the atmosphere 20 miles above you for this to happen. The sun can do a it.
2: A very good friend of mine used to say something and I I always kind of listened and kind of mulled it over, and I never quite understood just what he said, but I have in the last eight or ten years. Uh, he, he's an electronic tech and a repair guy, and he always said that this the whole system, the whole communications, television, radio, and even even in the early days of Internet and all that stuff, he would always say to me, you know, this system just barely works.
1: Exactly. It's just
2: it does. barely functional. Everything's our protected not protected by our
1: government, and nobody puts any money into it. We could fix it, I believe, with $2, two million or $2 billion. I can't remember the number, Jack, but it's such that's a small grid. number.
2: That's the that's hardening of the grid.
1: The hardening of the grid. Yeah. And um, what? I've been doing a lot of studying over the years on that subject, and I've been very concerned. And that's why a lot of us, beca- you know, begin to be preppers to prepare for some kind of a disaster where the the grids are down and the trucks can't come and people are panicked, and where do we get this, where do we get that? So we try to anticipate what we may need by storing food, dry goods, it's okay. recommended that you have about two years worth,
2: you know. Let's go down that rabbit trail for just a minute, then. I'm 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 glad you brought it up that way. Why, if if Hillary Clinton lost six billion dollars, if the Pentagon lost, and and it's no big deal, and if the Pentagon misplaced fifteen billion or who knows, three like $3 trillion, who knows. Why is it, do you think, that the powers that be wouldn't spend $2 billion or even $10 billion to harden the
1: grid? Well, I think that they could use that as a tool. Um, I've done a um piece on that recently and um there was a rumor, Dave Hodges, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah. He sourced um four I believe four people and um they he says his sources tell him that um Trump was um told about an EMP attack and that it may be used to stop the election. So he's really forecast? a very smart person, and he sourced some people, and I've I studied it extensively, and there is some evidence that points that they may do some dirty trick moves, and um, you know I I would like to not believe it, and you know it sounds a little bit um hard to believe. But um this has happened before and um I have a friend on Facebook. His name is Dr. James Garrow. He's a philanthropist and he's a former um, clandestine operative and he revealed a story that a few um, years ago. Yeah, he re- revealed a story in two thousand thirteen that um a few top military brass were relieved of their duties because they were involved um, in preventing a a false flag attack on us that was um, supposed to cripple our infrastructure and um, you know I've done a lot of studying and I know it's hard for people to believe but these things do happen and it would just be best if we all prepared as if it might happen. And that's what Uh we try to do.
2: Okay, how many people out there, how many of you have heard the rumblings that North Korea is this huge boogeyman. North Korea is capable of launching ICBMs with nuclear weapons and Actually, North Korea has two satellites in orbit that, if they can do that, one of those satellites could actually be holding a nuclear device that could be detonated at exactly the right altitude above the United States to wipe out the grid. How many of you have heard that?
1: Hmm. I have. (laughs) I have, unfortunately.
2: Okay. So now that we, now that we um, all know that, now that we've all heard that, and it's been told on everything from democracy now to really uh, reliable religious broadcasters, they've all been saying that. Beware the Koreans. Beware North Korea. They've got this set of
1: satellites
2: that are over the United States Twice every day.
1: It's also in Iran's um, nuclear p- uh, uh, warfare manual that they Nuts. would like to take our grid down. So it's, it's, it's e- you know one of three enemies, whoever our enemy may be. Well, how about the
2: enemy within?
1: We have that All- too, Jack.
2: We've got we've got you and I and everybody that's listening saying, yep. Boy, by golly, if if there was an explosion and the lights all went off, I'll bet it would be North Korea. Huh? How convenient. Everybody's. And the reason to- why
1: that that one the failed um, new, uh, attack didn't happen was because nine generals stood up and said, "We're not going to let this happen. We're not going it- to do this." North- Right,
2: yeah. but it but it wasn't North Korea. No. Yeah. Right. That's my point. Yeah. All that North has North to do. No. All that has to happen because the groundwork has been laid. We're being set up, folks. Not to say that there aren't people out there, countries, entities, whatever, that will do anything to disrupt us. But the groundwork has been laid that all that has to happen is an explosion to happen. The lights all go off. There's a a quick announcement that, oh, my goodness, Korea has nuked us. And all the lights go out, and we're all done. We're back to the Stone Age instantly.
1: And 90% Um, of the people would die. Because if many people are on medications, they won't be able to get their medications. And if they hungry, they won't be able to get food. They don't know how to go out and gather food or for a loaf of bread.
2: And so they've got us all believing that it was North Korea and they turned the grid off. The grid just went down. We had an EMP strike and we're all going to die. And so when they get the population down to the manageable level, all they have to do is turn the power back on because it wasn't fried. They just turned it off.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't mean to laugh, Jack. It's not funny. I know. I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you, unfortunately.
2: (laughs) Read the Georgia Guidestones. They want to reduce the population of the planet.
1: That's right, they do. They're looking for a reason to do it. And um, that's why when when I saw this about that Donald Trump was actually told, and I read the people, the sources that provided the information, and they're not little sources, they're big sources. And I really felt that they're desperate for Hillary Clinton to be elected. And what we were talking about when we first started talking with the voting fraud video with James O'Keefe and the length that they would go to to rig the election, it's very concerning
2: it's it better be you better be paying right. attention, folks because we're all the all the loose ends are starting to come together. Be afraid. Oh, wait a minute. There's a scriptural command to fear not. Right? Yeah. Don't be afraid. Be wise as serpents, harmless as doves. Be awake. Be vigilant. Study to show yourself approved. Let me ask you a question, folks. We got this Crazy election thing coming up. If Virginia, the state of Virginia, becomes the kind of deciding factor in who our next president is, you might have to think about this a bit. Virginia is going to provide the means for 200,000. Felons to vote. So, if two thousand, if if the felons of Virginia sway the electoral vote, do we have a legitimate election? I
0: don't think. No, so. we do not. Nope. Hey, <laughs> said that. <laughs> Who said that? Hey, this is this is Donaldson. I just joined your call. I heard what you said. It made a lot of sense.
2: Hey, that's good. I'm glad somebody thinks I make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Things are not going well. We better make some decisions. We better think. Goodness, folks. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman rightly dividing the word of God.
0: (laughs) Hello. I'm worried about this election, though, because of all of the media hype around it and the fraud that is presupposed, right, on the ele- on the election process. Um, so, so I'm, I'm a little I'm a little curious to find out what's going to happen. Well, <laughs> we're
1: supposed to wear red. Um, I don't know who your guest is. But we're supposed to wear red <laughs> to the polls. Well, I heard someone say that. I
2: I find myself in this crazy position. I hate being here. I'm not going to. I'm not going to officially endorse Trump. It makes me crazy that I'm probably going to vote for him. Even though my preference would be Daryl Castle of the Constitution Party.
0: But <laughs> well, let me ask you a question real quick. Why would you vote for Trump or for, or for anyone when you can be in a national? I understand the idea of voting, okay. But the first thought, the first proof is that it is really rigged. The set, okay. The whole thing right, is rigged. The bottom me, inside first out. Of all, let me let me let me just get this one thought out. That, sure. that the the whole flood of immigration into this country is really is all about taking over that vote. I mean, you've heard that before, but I believe that the real reason why that would work is because when it comes to the restriction of the Second Amendment. Citizens who are coming into the country for the first time and that are becoming citizens, they don't have this. They don't have. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. That's fine. Citizens. I didn't make my point yet, but.
2: Citizens coming into this country for the first time is not exactly correct.
0: Can we not focus on that yet? How about we save that question for for after I'm done? You can bring it up. You said. Because the idea is that what I'm trying to focus on is the restriction of, of gun rights. And and what gives the federal government the permission to or authority to come in in every state and assert some sort of like authority over the regulation over the type of gun or whatever weapon we can possess?
2: There is privately. none. There is right. none.
0: Well, 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 the only thing is I can think of is second. this. Here's what I'm trying to tell you right now. That, that I, I've been doing a lot of legal research over the last six years, and the one thing that I can think of is this, that that, that they are so new of citizens that they have to be regulated because that's what a, well, a well-regulated militia is, you see? Because of the immigrations, – they're using the Constitution really in a way that should not be used. It's not good, but it's still well, good. Because we're talking about a well-regulated no, militia anyway. No, no.
2: The original Supreme Court rulings that determined that said that the Constitution must be interpreted in the language that it was written in, in the meaning of the words at the day it was written. You can't misconstrue it if you're actually properly uh, investigating it. The Tenth Amendment. Phone is co-
0: dead here. I'm listening though. Go ahead.
2: Good. Okay. Part of the problem, we we have to be careful how we and analyze that. The the supremacy clause is used against us, and it doesn't mean at all what they are claiming that it means so we have to read the constitution we have to interpret the constitution in the language and meaning of the at the time that each article was written whether it was the original ratification or whether it was the amendments as they have come along so that's where we have to be so careful about how we do it regulate a well-regulated, or in other places within the Constitution, it's the government, the, the federal Constitution is there to regulate. Well, in the late 1700s, regulate was to keep regular is um, fiber, laxative, as in keep it moving, not to control it. It was to regulate it, was to keep it moving that's what the interstate commerce clause is to regulate not to block interfere or control it but to make sure that it didn't get bottlenecked and bogged down and somebody in one state restrict the flow of commerce in another state so we have to be careful how we how we analyze that and we also have to be careful about who comes in you know, we 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 can make it real simple. I do not want hyphenated anything. If you're going to be a citizen of Maine, then you want to be a citizen of Maine. What about the halal deli that was? Yeah, what a crooked, crooked system we have set up to be rigged. Uh, this gentleman is uh, referencing. You see, if you guys were in the in the chat room, you could read this. What about the halal deli that was ripping off the system? Yeah, you have a system that's designed to be ripped off by anybody. Doesn't matter if they're immigrants or not. But they're, it, the system is designed to be gamed, and so it's a that it happens because you've got people that brought these immigrants in i'm sure they had a little help setting up that deli they didn't just show up with enough funds to set up a deli so you've got a system that's helping set it up so that it can be rigged see
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of going on going
2: on yeah exactly now the 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 Somalis in the in the was um, it Lisbon not Lisbon um, Lewiston, in the Lewiston area. There's a problem there. It's a big problem because they're not here to be citizens. They're here as quote unquote refugees.
1: And they don't want don't to st- don't assimilate, assimilate into w- our culture. They don't want to come here to work. We they come here and we give them a thousand dollars in Walmart to spend. We don't get that. You and I don't get that.
2: Yeah. And no
1: then they, they, they bother the, the store owners. They haggle. And they also co-create at a, a very... They have eight babies each.
2: Oh, you just, and you just, wives. Yep, you just touched a good one. You know what? I saw a headline today that China, China of all people, of all countries... Is bemoaning the fact that they're not having enough babies because they've had this wonderful one-child policy, and all of a sudden they're being outpopulated That's very by other ethnicities. I didn't know that. I didn't know
1: that. My friend yes, Jim, Garrow Jim Garrow went, went over Garrow there went to over. to stop the uh, abortions of the girl babies, and he he has you know he's a philanthropist, and he donated a lot of money. To make sure those baby girls stayed alive, and he helped a lot of people. And our society, we need two point three regular American babies to sustain the society. We don't have that. We have about two point one.
2: We murder. And we have two point
1: three with the Hispanic community, but
2: we murder them.
1: We do murder them. I see that.
2: Thousand babies a day. But that's okay, because it's choice. How's that choice working for us?
1: Well, I'll mm-hmm. tell you, it's not okay with me, and I, get, I, had, I did a piece on that yesterday, and I had to study, once again, partial birth abortions, and it was very upsetting. It, it, again, it is murder, and um, the babies do feel pain, oh. and you're destroying a, a human life that God created without any care at all. I mean, it's the most brutal Form of murder, I can think of.
2: Partial birth abortion. No, yeah. wow. there is zero medical necessity for that procedure. Zero. you use
1: the excuse, the zero. health of the mother. And that could mean the mother has a, a toenail problem. You know, that could mean she's depressed. That could mean anything. And it's, you know, it's very unfair to the innocent unborn and very upsetting extremely upsetting
2: Absolutely absolutely Well we're kind of bumping up against the end of the hour here It's okay, been it was a, a
1: pleasure being with you
2: Well it's been a great pleasure to have you on It's always better to talk with someone to have a conversation so you you can bounce things back and forth you always get better information out to the people Anyway, give your uh, contact information again if you'd like, and then uh, I'll do the last profit motive part here, and then we'll be out of here.
1: Okay. Um, I'm Amy Romuto. I'm a staff writer at truthuncensored.net. I post on Facebook to Prepare to Take America Back and truthuncensored.net. And we've been fighting for our country for the last eight years diligently working for hours. So if you
2: could like our page that would be nice. That's great. Thank you for coming on. Short notice. I, I knew you'd do a good job. We've had a number of conversation and I really enjoy uh what you write. I really appreciate what you're doing and the flack that you take, just like all of us. There's a lot to be um there's a lot to be uh attacked sure. with
1: yep. here. Yeah. We're all okay.
2: sticking got these crazy targets on our backs.
1: I know. It's okay. Hang in there. I realize that. Okay, thanks a lot, Jax. Nice to meet you.
2: Okay, thanks.
1: (laughs) Okay, bye.
2: (laughs) Well, I appreciate her. Thanks. Go to her uh, Facebook page. Go to her website and uh, give it a look-see and like it and share it as you please. Thanks for being with us, folks. Don't forget, we are listener supported to whatever extent that is. John Caven, Countywide Vacuum. John sells a perfect vacuum and services the rest. He's on the hill in Caribou right across from the Caribou Weather Station. Give him a call, 207-492-1492. John Caven, Countywide Vacuum. He'll send parts any place in the country. Give him a shout. And Natural Living Center. That's the place I get to hang out and help folks make better decisions for their health and well-being. And uh, they've got a great supplement section. It's food store, supplement (laughs) store, soup (laughs) the nuts, everything Uh, uh, inside out and back out. Sorry, I got cut
0: off. I apologize for that.
2: No. And let's see. Give them a call at 207 990 207-990-2646, Natural Living Center, Longview Drive in Bangor. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you on the radio. Bye-bye. Bye,
0: Bye, everybody.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)